Welcome to a bonus episode of the Bad Movies Worst Opinions podcast where we believe that everybody has a favorite bad movie. The rule is we must watch a movie that is below a 6.0 on IMDb and boy did we find one. So Kyle is one of my good friends and she said I want to come on your podcast and watch a black movie and then I picked Mac and Devin go to high school and it's one of the worst decisions I've made in 2023 because this movie... It is legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen. All I have to say about that is good decisions make for bad memories, and we just might have fun today. By the way, are we really calling this a movie? This is an hour 15 runtime. This is a TV episode. This is this is short. It could have been a movie. It very easily <laughs> could have been a movie. They decided for it not to be a movie. This movie has a 4.3 on IMDb. The release date is July 3rd of 2012. This is the first movie that we watched that did not debut in the box office. This was a straight-to-DVD wall. Walmart release. Mm. So this would have been on the back of the wallet blockbuster. <laughs> yes, that's what this was. This was a this was a straight to DVD release. Mac and Devin go to high school. The cast is Snoop Dogg. He is Mac Johnson. Wiz Khalifa is Devin Overstreet. Mike Epps is Mr. Armstrong. Tierra Marie, who I don't think I've ever seen in person, was Miss Huck. Lunell was Principal Cummings, who is in the movie for maybe about thirty five seconds. She has and, one. She has one scene. Yeah, it's like one. one and a half scenes. Andy Milanakis is knees down and mystical. He is the uh, voice of the blunt. His name is Slowburn. Let's just before we get into the plot of this movie, because there's so much to dive into. I the apologize plot. to you guys for making you sit through an hour and fifteen minutes of this movie. I mean, it helped pass the time when I was doing my laundry. I mean, what else? This movie was terrible. It's I bad. Mean, it's it was, bad. It was terrible. as bad as Netflix failing everybody like that flop last night. The worst movie that we watched was Spring Breakers. I thought this made Spring Breakers look like Godfather. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. I thought it made it look like Godfather. That's how bad this was. What is Spring Breakers? It's uh, basically set it off with four young white girls. That's probably the best way to describe it. Set it off with four young white girls. It literally does feel like you should win an Academy Award for being James Franco in that movie, having seen the acting in this film. It's just so bad. So we are introduced to Slow Burn, a blunt that gives us a PSA on how to watch the movie. Man, this girl's trying to fuck up my day. Talking about she want to watch a romantic comedy. Get the fuck out of here. I ain't watching no lovey-dovey, funny-bunny-ass shit with her. Let me properly introduce myself. <clears throat> My name is Slowburn, and I am your movie guide. We will be watching Mac and Devin go to high school, starring Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa. How is Snoop Dogg convincing us that he is in high school? Snoop Dogg is 172 years old. How is he portraying a high school student in this movie? You know what this movie was? It was a prequel to The Wash. He's playing himself. This is a prequel to The Wash. Because once he gets out, he doesn't have any options, so he goes and works at a car wash. Also, That's my theory. <laughs> that theory actually makes a lot of sense. It I makes more giving, sense in the film. I think you're giving Snoop Dogg way too much credit here. You're giving Snoop Dogg forward thinking with this movie. I don't no, think there was forward thinking. But but here's like, Rob and I were having this conversation before you came in. Snoop Dogg, to me, does the absolute job of, the best job of playing himself in every role that he's in. And I don't know how to explain that, but it makes sense in my head. But he just does a great job at playing himself in every role. And even, like, you know, our favorite baby boy, we're Rodney. 
he does a great job at that. And that's terrible acting, but he still does a great job at it. I'd never believe for a minute that 65-year-old man was in high school. But at least they gave us a reason why we should try to believe, why we should suspend belief. Wait. There was a backstory of, hey, he's a 15-year super senior he's a, he's who a super just can't graduate. Now, the concept is stupid, don't get me wrong, but at least they've tried to explain why this man who's on AARP is still in high school. They've okay, tried. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Now, we're not going to do that to Uncle Snoop. We're not going to call this man 65 his oldest kid is like 28 he's a grandfather <laughs> yes but he's still not 65 okay, my right. mama is 65 tomorrow i'm just saying if you're a grandfather <laughs> then you shouldn't be playing high he was in high school longer than channing tatum channing tatum has been in high school since step up he's still in high school but how believable this is their well, Wiz khalifa's first movie i don't even know who that director is it's a stoner film so what part of this is supposed to be logical? That's, you know what, you make a good point. Speaking of stoner films, Snoop Dogg does a drug deal right in front of the high school. We learn that the high school is in Hale, which is actually named for Nate Dogg. Mm-hmm. Actually named for Nate Dogg. One of the three fun facts I have is now gone. Great, okay, you great job, guys. <laughs> That's why I wrote it down. And he's riding a bike through the halls. Matt breaks into the principal's office to steal back his blunt. Feast your eyes on my big, fat, long I thought this scene was very funny. The little sexual innuendo. He I leans thought, on the little the, yeah, the PA I, system. I actually yeah. like the scene. This was one of the few laughs that get, that this movie gave me. It wasn't a bad scene. There are definitely worse scenes in the film. Kind of like everything else in this movie. Like they telegraphed when he's in there. I'm like, oh, he's gonna bump the PA, and then the vice principal is gonna come sprinting over and get him in trouble. Like we. The minute that scene starts, you know exactly how it finishes. You could fast forward if you wanted to. Devin is preparing a speech, and he's getting pressure from his old lady Ashley to get into Yale. And Slowburn gives us a controlling bitch alert. This some serious shit, man. Devin is in some deep doodle. There's a huge population of controlling bitches on this earth, and they keep expanding. I actually think that Slowburn is the best part of this movie. I think it's the best part of the movie. I think that Slow Burn does a good job of being a good narrator and every once in a while popping up with some little funny jokes and laughs here. You know, I always say there's normally a good movie inside most of these bad movies. It's just how hard are you trying to find it? I think there was a good way to really use Slow Burn here. I think they did okay with it, but I actually think Slow Burn's mildly funny. I enjoy Slow Burn. You know, the voice is mystical. So it's hard. it was hard for me to really separate mystical from everything that he's gone through. But being that person, yes, I did enjoy Slow Burn. And every, everybody with the New Orleans accent, like, if you put them over anything, it just automatically makes it better. I didn't dislike Slow Burn, but I felt like the fact we got introduced to him with, like, it seemed like a seven to eight minute breakdown on here's when you smoke when you're watching the movie. Here's a, I didn't need that animated start, so... He's fun, he's quippy, he's a nice narrator that keeps the thing moving, but I already kind of turned off on him because of his start to the film, which is way too long. Mac is facing expulsion for breaking into Principal Skin Flute's real, office. Real quick, the fact that this man's been in high school for 15 years, this is the first time he's faced expulsion, and when we know he's just dealing drugs out front, out front, is hilarious to me. I don't think that was the first time. I think he's been trying to get him out. Yeah, but the principal keeps covering him. But this is the first time, like, it's like dire straits is what they make it seem like. Like, oh man, we're going to force you to graduate type deal. Yeah, I'm on Kyle's side here. I think that he's been in trouble before, 
They made but, it seem like this was bigger trouble than he had been in in the past. That doesn't seem like a very elaborate caper, though. It seems like a, a normal caper to me. Well, no, I feel like I do agree that this caper was a bigger caper because this was like the first time that he's really been caught, caught, caught in the act. Like the principal saw it with his own eyes. I work in a school, so you can hear something. You didn't see something, but you still have to punish a kid. But if you see it, it's different than hearsay. So if you get escalated, so if Matt got escalated to him for something he didn't see, he won't get punished that much, supposedly. But now that he saw him with this super long blunt and breaking in, like, okay, yeah, that is very egregious. Mac is facing expulsion for breaking into Principal Skin Flute's office, which would end his storied 15-year high school career. But Principal Cummings steps in, intervenes, and as she is trying to collect from Mac, there's a knock at the door. It's the new substitute teacher, Mrs. Huck, and Mac pretends to be the athletic director. This might be the best acting Snoop Dogg does in the entire movie. Yes, because it's the only acting he does in the entire movie. The rest of the movie, he just like aimlessly is like himself wandering around high school. Later in the movie, he just is a drug dealer explaining what he likes to smoke. He just plays Snoop Dogg, like you said earlier. He plays himself. This is the one time he actually is an actor. So yes, it is the best acting slash only acting of the entire film. Back in science class, Snoop is smoking with a fellow student. Devin is hating on Mac for still trying to pursue his education. Mac and Devin get paired together by the new substitute teacher, but Devin isn't up for the pairing. Devin is confronted by the other student trying to be the valedictorian. Two geniuses banging brains. Only one can stand and come. What are you talking about, Mahatma? That's Mahatma Chang Greenberg to you. Learn it. Because come graduation day, when I and not thee assume the position of valedictorian. This is where I think the biggest misstep of the movie is. I think there's like six storylines. If they had just picked two, I think the movie could have been salvaged. There's Devin pressure trying to get to a good school. There's pressure in trying to be the valedictorian. There's Snoop Dogg trying to get with the substitute teacher. There's Snoop Dogg trying to graduate college. There's them trying to come up with that renewable energy source. There's like seven different storylines that they end up doing a D job on every single one of them. That if they had just figured out two storylines for a movie, the movie actually could have been decent. If that part was not fleshed out because we saw him, saw his his arch nemesis that one time, another time in class, and did we see them at the graduation? He didn't speak. I feel like that could have been fleshed out a little bit more, especially over the controlling girlfriend. Oh, I'm going to tell my dad. Like To me, that could have been cut out. The arch nemesis, that could have been a decent storyline, but they didn't. There was no character development. Like, it went from A to Z in, what, 48 hours Mm -hmm. for Devin? So, yeah, there was no character development there. Also, how we talked about earlier how Snoop Dogg plays himself. Maybe it's because I know that it's Wiz Khalifa, and no offense to Wiz personally, I don't think that he would be a valedictorian in high school. The guy who did, you know, rolling papers doesn't seem like the kind of guy who'd be on the brink of Yale. Maybe I'm wrong. I am. But him being the valedictorian, it just like never clicked for me. I'm like, I don't, I don't see you as the valedictorian type. Like, you know, maybe I envisioned it wrong, but in movies, usually the valedictorian is like stereotypical nerd, like da da da. He seems like he's too cool to play a valedictorian in high school. Well, he he then breaks bad five minutes Four, later. Yeah, he, he bro- also that's the other thing. He broke for the valedictorian. He broke bad way too fast, way too easy. It took no coaxing. So Devin tries to study, but Mac is too busy because he's trying to hook up with the new substitute teacher. 
Mrs. Huck says she'll go on a date with Mac if he finishes school. Sick, by the way. Just Lies. gross. The idea <laughs> that, that will never happen. If you get out of high school at 38 years old, I'm now down. Disgusting. I just like how Snoop Dogg is never his right age. Nope. Just going to keep moving the target. <laughs> so we have Devin trying to get a snack from the vending machine, but it's broken. So Mac gives him a special snack. And this is where we get the tutorial on edibles. Devin realized that Mac tricks him and becomes a rapper. Every time I go well, I'm blowing that smoke out. I buy it, don't even know the price. I talk as I live, live it. Compare me your visit. And now be somewhere up in the sky. My, My nigga is about to go down. Oh, we flat. It's no light that we had to we die. We dip in this hoes round. Rolling up, clean the ride, case them hoes won't jump inside. <laughs> I think this movie is better if they make it a musical. Just lean into it and make this a full-on musical parody. Just like an hour-long version of that album they, they did together. Basically just do that as yeah. opposed to an actual movie. Maybe don't be a movie. Maybe don't be a musical. Maybe just be like an elongated storytelling you know, music video type deal. Not an actual TV show or movie. But you're right because the music is probably one of the highlights of this movie. You know what this movie, Kyle? This movie would have been good if they had done it like Carmen Hip Hopper. Devin is now smoking weed and getting tattooed. You're right. Devin went Broke from too fast. Devin went from straight lace going to Yale. Maybe that's why I didn't believe his valedictorian. You don't get one offer to go bad and suddenly you're getting tatted up and we in a minute are going to the strip club slash massage parlor. He he broke way too bad, way too fast. That's why I didn't believe the valedictorian thing. He went from I'm on the brink of Yale to hey, suddenly I'm gonna get tatted up and be a rapper four seconds later. That is that's not the, the arc of him as a character. And then all of us sudden like his he just got like this tolerance mm -hmm. like out of nowhere that doesn't happen captain kush gives us a crash course between indica and sativa if you're watching this movie do you need this weed lesson none of the weed lessons were needed for people who smoke weed is my assumption i don't smoke weed it's not for me I'm, that's fine if you do but i assume if you are a kind of person who likes Wiz khalifa and snoop you are already in this lane and these little nuggets of knowledge are things you already were had already acquired in your life I don't agree. This movie is very childish. Like, it takes elements of teen movies and adult movies. Like, this is a very terrible version of How High. But How High, for it still had some sort of, like, adult element, for lack of better terms. But this movie just seems extremely childish. So I can absolutely see a 13-year-old that has never smoked weed watching this, enjoying it, especially back then, because, like, everybody loved Andy Milanakis. So I can see a kid watching this and this be his being their first lesson about weed. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess my critique would then be this is a straight to DVD release. So if you one of the people that's checking for this movie, you have to have some level of interest already in marijuana that these like we very weird PSAs. It just felt like it's talking to a really small group of people who have no prior knowledge of marijuana. But but I don't think that movie is advertised. I don't think it was advertised as such. Like you would kind of assume that this is where this movie's going to go because it's Wiz Khalifa and Snoop. And the first thing you think about them is like, oh, they smoke a lot of weed. But I don't think like this movie was advertised as such or marketed as such, but I don't remember much marketing aside from Young, Wild, and Free. It went straight to DVD, so I don't think there was much marketing at all other than, hey, we have this song, it's really popular, watch the movie. Soundtrack is fire, though. I'm gonna yeah, give right. Every time Wiz rapped, I don't even like Wiz like that. Every time Wiz rapped, I came away very impressed with the soundtrack. 
what, was this peak Wiz 2011, 2012? Is this, was this his, the height of yeah, his power? Is, yeah, this okay. is probably no, no. You don't think so? This is probably around the black and yellow time. I got to get my this dates right. Black, and, black and yellow would have been like 10, 11, right? Kind of in that way. This has been 12. This has been the peak of his. I was in college when this movie came out, and those songs were extremely popular. Well, you know, he still had higher heights because see, what's the movie from? Oh, Fast yeah. Fresh and Fast. Oh, yeah. That see you again. Yeah. That was the peak. Again, I don't. I and like even looking at the the poster for the movie, it doesn't look like a weed movie. It's not as blatant in your face as how high. They do hide it. Now I don't think it's too hidden because we know Wiz and Snoop are all right. about that life, but they don't it is not advertised in the poster at least as, you know, a how high or something of that ilk. And there's no mystery when like the first voice and face you see is of a talking joint. Devin has a new way to use energy that could change the world. Yeah, D Street, what you got in the box, nigga? Our chemistry experiment, but bigger. We're working on this alternative energy source, which if successful could change everything about how we consume energy in this country. Shit the world. <sighs> Let's change the world. Their study session is cut short for the Weed Olympics. Thumb up, thumbs down on this scene. The Weed Olympics, where they're blowing the smoke and Thumb one is one is Saturn, one is a gun. There's a lot going on here. Thumbs down. I thought we had maybe found something cool. Maybe we had connected back to the valedictorian conversation, like because he had apparently discovered renewable energy that no one else on Earth had, and now we're just doing weird weed stuff. No, I, I was out on this scene. It wasn't. I mean, I didn't like it, but when the girl farted out the weed, the smoke. <laughs> you see, that's that childish, that childish behavior that I'm talking about. Like, if you look at all of the smoker films, they all have like that very young, youthful, childlike element. But that is just. But back then, I, you know, fart jokes are still funny. I feel like that scene was just like a scene to get people on. Like, wasn't YG and Ty Dolla Sign. Mm -hmm. All in that, like, that's just something to get the homies on. And that's Andy Milnakis, isn't this? And yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, there's Andy Milnakis. I hadn't seen him since, what site was he on when I was in middle school? He had a great run. He had a, he, Andy Milnakis had a great run. Devin's journey to teenage delinquency continues. He breaks up with Ashley, who is just an awful human being. Mac takes Devin to unwind. and I got 350 on Okay, what kind of girl you like? I'm not really sure. Come, I just give you white girl. USDA approved, no MSG, okay? Take care of him. Go, go, go. Now the cops get involved. Guess who's going to jail tonight? Devin realizes that he's headed a path down to nowhere and kicks Mac to the curve. Another predictable scene, real quick. I, this is another reason why this movie's not good. The only reason we have this weird scene at the massage parlor is strictly to get Snoop in trouble. And the minute this scene starts, I was like, they're going to get in trouble for something at this location, and it's going to end with Snoop in jail. Again, super telegraphed. Not that all movies aren't, but this was an extreme telegraphed. I thought this was the way just to get titties in the movie. That like, too. This movie had to get some titties in the movie, and that's why they did it. My question to you, Kyle, is if this was your first time having sex... I don't think you'd be as good as Wiz was in here. Wiz looked—he didn't Wiz, do anything. He sat there. Wiz looked kind of experienced for somebody who said this was their first time. But like, but like Rob said, he broke—he broke bad and he broke bad fast. So you go from now, if he would have been still in his Devin Overstreet, mm -hmm. if he still would have been that, then I think we would have got that. Oh my God! But like he said, but like uh, Max said, you lost your virginity in her butt, so you're not a virgin. That storyline, 
came out of nowhere and served really no purpose. Like, we just out of nowhere learned that his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, was super into butt stuff. And then we just kind of gloss over and keep going into the movie. What? That's, that's Why did that theme. randomly add in? What, what did that serve? That's the theme of the movie, is that something was introduced, yet we never that's fair. We talk more that about it. That is because there is a thing. There are girls that believe that, well, if I just have anal sex, I'm still a virgin. I'm a good girl because you haven't gotten... You ain't got all my cookies yet. I know that's a thing, but I just keep it that does, girl away from me. It does not, she's she's sick. It does not need to be. I mean, I get that exists in society. They just jammed it into this movie though for no rhyme or reason. They just be like, "Hey, look, it's in here, and we're moving on." They just need. I think they needed that to add to the scene because we needed a conflict. Like every movie needs a conflict, and it became. They had a conflict earlier, then it became a buddy flick, and we needed another. We needed another conflict, and we needed a resolution to come down. So that was just a poor lead into the conflict, but it was necessary in the structure of a film. Back at the crib, Mac discovers renewable energy with the with the with the ganja burn. Principal Skin Flute gives Mac a test to see if he didn't cheat, and he passes. Why? For the past fifteen years, you've made a mockery of the very educational system I've sworn to protect, and because you've made my life hell with your marijuana-related hijinks. But most of all. The reason I'm doing this is so I can fill Ms. Huck with my man seed. No. Why is the answer? Why is correct. Now give me my diploma, bitch. It's graduation time and a music video breaks out. And thankfully, this movie is over. Mercifully, it ends. Actually, didn't mind the scene because we get Young, Wild, and Free, just spoken word version at the graduation. at the graduation, which, again, the music is the highlight of the film, so it goes from spoken word into the song. That's enjoyable. Every other part up to this moment was not. I wish they could have honed in on what made that graduation scene work and just stayed there. Because I actually think the graduation scene's yeah, pretty good. I, I don't think mind the graduation, the graduation scene's scene. fun. Maybe it's because I just like that song. I don't know how you can not like Young, Wild, and Free. It's just a very easy listen. But I, I liked the graduation scene. I thought the movie actually ended okay. Yeah, it did. Like you said, if it would have been a musical, it would have been great. And you're ending, you're ending this song with, I'm sorry, ending this movie with a song that made people want to watch the movie. Like that song was the marketing for this film. That yeah, the entirety of the marketing was that song. Like, hey, yes. this this song's popular. You'll watch this movie. By the way, I do. Other than the fun fact you guys stole from me about Nathan Hale inhale. I do have another fun fact, but I don't believe this fun fact. Okay, here we go. This fun fact's courtesy of our friends at IMDb. They said this is one of the trivia notes. Martin Scorsese was originally attached to direct the film, but due to a scheduling conflict, he had to pull out. We don't believe this, Yo, right? So why, why are you bringing fake news? To get read, this fake news read the away thing. from me. Martin Scorsese. You think the person I don't know Goodfellas, why would Why would Irishman? Why would IMDb lie to me? Why would it? Why would it just on here out is of that, nowhere? Is it Wiki for movies? Because this is the IMDb app. This but is no, but what I'm saying is like Wiki. Anybody can go and edit a Wiki page. Can anybody just go in and edit an IMDb? I don't even want to spend any amount of time justifying that. We try to run an honest and fair and balanced podcast, and you're but telling here's, me but here's the, the guy that it, directed Goodfellas was about to direct Mac and Devin go may, to high school. It may not be that far-fetched because it's Snoop. Like, Snoop is, I feel like Snoop is one of those people that he just knows everybody. Like, he has a show with Martha Stewart. So I feel like it could have been something that, like, Martin Scorsese could have done, especially, like, under a pseudonym. 
and did something different to get away from all of these serious dramatic films that he's done. You know, I'm just was, telling you, every everything I read on IMDb says he's originally attached to the film but had to pull out. I don't I don't believe it. I'm just passing along my second of two possible fun facts. I would not put it past that to be. I mean, you're I, right. I, Snoop knows everyone. You know so what? He, may, he may have asked, and Martin would have been like, yeah, sure, why not? And then the minute he got the schedule, it was like, whoops-a-doodle, no. Exactly. But, I mean, it's on IMDb. I don't ever want to watch Goodfellas again if he even thought for a second about doing this. I never want to watch The Departed again if you're telling me that Martin Scorsese sat down with Snoop Dogg to direct this movie. Time for the reviews. Mac and Devin go to high school was panned by the critics. Most of the pre- <laughs> most of the pre-release Stunner. reviews are negative. All hip hop gave it three out of ten, saying, "Quote: There's no other way to say this except Mac and Devin go to high school is bad, plain and simple." The on-screen collaboration between these two hip-hop heavyweights is a joke, and for their sakes, hopefully a joke that they were in on. And at the end of the day, the only thing that this movie proves is that we need a sequel to How High. That was one of the reviews. That's one of the reviews for Mac and Devin Go to High School. Paying by the critics. Three out of ten. A stinker. (laughs) Well, I think there there was a lot of of scenes that were cut out, because... At the end of the movie, did anybody ever watch like the bloopers or like the concert scene or? No, the minute the thing ended, I got out of there. <laughs> Yo, I was so fast to eject. <laughs> I'm with Rob. The the moment Wiz said that this was his first acting scene, I couldn't turn the shit off fast enough. Please get this off of my. Television. I, I was not looking for the uh, post credit scenes on this film. That's not me personally. <laughs> Kyle wanted bonus content for this movie. <laughs> I mean, I just I just let it play. Like once I saw them, like you know, showing bloopers and talking, I just let it go. And it actually wasn't that bad because, you know, they spliced that with a concert scene, uh, an actual concert, and it was dope. But there was a scene, I forgot what scene it was, but no, it was... So there was a scene where Tierra Marie was um, teaching Max's character to pronounce whatever compound that was that he came in at the end, saving the day, that provided the renewable energy source. There was a scene where she was teaching him how to do that. So there, there are a lot of scenes that you can clearly, that were cut out. But again, straight to DVD, budget is small. So shit had to go. I think it could have been better if every if they didn't leave everything they left on the cutting room floor. Because I think there was probably a lot more with the principal as well. Again, probably cutting room floor. So let, let's just get to the shit. All right, here's where we do our awards part of the show. <laughs> when a hero comes along. So Kyle, let, give me a person, thing, or scene that you thought tried to save this movie. Titties. Great answer. Music. The, the only answer. <laughs> the music. The only answer. The music, and the, also, music. the music was also good. We have to credit the music. The two musicians put good music into this movie. I will credit them for that. There is one joke that really made me laugh. Whenever Snoop is talking to Magic Don Juan, and he says, hey, make sure I get in his class. And then Wiz Khalifa comes up and he says, hey, we have to do this project. And he says, yeah, find me on the corner of Blow Me or whatever. Would mm. you and Blow Me? The shit had me in tears. Man, we need to study tonight. Study? Yeah. Get at me at 9 o'clock on the corner. Why don't you and Blow Me? One unnecessary part of this film, skin flute, sexually harassing the teacher. Oh, yeah. when He, he does sexually harass the teacher. Immediately. Yeah. Like what is the point of what was the point of that? And was Mike Epps supposed to like bring some comic relief to this? Because he didn't. All he really. did was exist. I will say we're not going to dive most too, of the movie. We're not going to dive too deep into it because the movie stinks. 
But the fact that we're supposed to believe that there's like a of interest triangle between Skin Flute and Snoop, because at no point did I ever think that girl's going to pick Skin Flute over Snoop. Never once did I ever think he has a legit chance. And the, I believe she would have chose uh, Mr. Armstrong. If anything, she would chose unemployment over skin flute. Like there was no reason to pick him. You want to know what it kind of reminded me of? It kind of reminded me of the love triangle from Road Trip. Remember how it was the hating teacher's assistant? Oh yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I thought they were trying but to just do. Just done so much worse than that movie did. I mean, this movie did every whatever. That's fair. Think of every movie you've seen. This movie did it worse than that movie you've seen. That's fair. In almost everything, uh, single aspect. Now this is when our doing too much is, which we can't nominate the entire movie. We can't. I okay. So was, now you pick a person, scene, or thing that you thought was doing too much in the movie. Can I say skin flute? Skin flute. Yeah, skin flute. Skin flute's my answer. He skin was doing, he was just, he, they tried to make him a foil. He wasn't a good foil. They tried to make him a villain. He wasn't a good villain. He's not in the movie long enough to be a villain. Skin flute's my doing too much. My doing too much is going to be the plot. Most of the time, I think movies go wrong when they just try to, they try to serve all masters. If this movie just could have narrowed in on one main premise, Devin trying to be the valedictorian and spent more of the energy trying to build that up. I think the movie actually could have been okay. If this movie could have focused in on Snoop trying to finally graduate high school, I think the movie could have been okay. The movie had focused in on Wiz Khalifa and his relationship with his girlfriend. I think it could have been okay. But we talked about this at the very beginning. It had eight different storylines and didn't flesh out a single one of the storylines. That's the biggest reason why this movie isn't really that good to me like there was a good movie here there was a chance there was enough funny people and it's a stoner movie just don't take yourself too seriously this movie could have been good but i don't i don't think they tried to like i don't even know how you would explain this movie to somebody who had never seen it i don't think you can it's basically like a long music video that's kind of the best way i can describe this movie it's like an after school special it really is like an after school special that's actually it's it's that cheaply done but with star people somehow the worst school ever now we get to this movie's a 4.3 on IMDb. Is that too much, too little, or just right? It's too much. Oh, you think it's too much? I was going to say it's just right. 4.3 is a slap in the face, and that's probably what this movie deserves. Crossroads is a 3.2 on IMDb. That seems fair, Crossroads too. Crossroads is driving Miss Daisy compared to this movie. <laughs> this movie. With Britney Spears? Yes, Crossroads. He loves Crossroads. Crossroads is, Crossroads is the reason that this podcast exists because of my love for the movie Crossroads. This movie is a three point. This should be the worst rated movie on IMDb. It's real bad. I didn't know Crossroads. I didn't know the Crossroads. I was unaware of that grading curve. So let me refrain from my per just right. This is too high. This should be a 3.0. <laughs> Crossroads is terrible. This is worse. You're right. 4.3 is too much. Before this, if you had asked me the worst movie I had ever seen, I would have said Sucker Punch. I take the Roger Eper line. I don't mind a bad movie. Just be fun. I don't think this movie was fun. And when you got Snoop and Wiz, how can we all three not come finding a little bit of charm in the movie or a little bit? I think 4.3 is a little bit too high for this movie, honestly. I think this movie's like a 3.2. I think this movie's a 3.2, 3.1. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Now, having knowledge of the crossroads curve, I have this as too high. 3.0 <laughs> A little bit too high. Our next movie is Airbud Golden Retriever. We are doing that for the NFL Draft. And then we're doing Wedding Planner after that. That's true. That's our next two wedding films. Wedding Planner got paid. Under a six, yeah. The wedding Planner McConaughey and J-Lo couldn't save that film, so they tried. You got, you got two of the best-looking people to ever be in a movie. Leave us a review. Do all that podcast stuff. We're out of here.